turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex is happening in the marriage bed. Here are your hosts, Dr. Corey Allen and Shannon Etheridge. Hey. You you generally do. I do, I do, I do. So welcome to Sexy Marriage Radio, coming to you live from the Sexy Marriage Radio Getaway 2017. Say hi, everybody. Woo-hoo! <laughs> As someone holds up the applause sign. <laughs> <laughs> we need them to come to our house and have people hold up. Man, no, there's nobody applauding when we're no, recording normally, is no, there? No, our kids don't care. <laughs> well, this is Sexy Marriage Radio, where... Uh, we're having honest conversations about life, love, marriage, anything and everything in between, and we just you didn't to... mention sex. How could I miss that? <laughs> and sex, where we want to try to see couples get the absolute fan- most fantastic moments that they can in their marriage mm-hmm. and in their sex life, mm-hmm. and, so, and not just physically, but mentally, absolutely. emotionally, and spiritually as well. And that's where we're heading in this getaway. So if you've missed it, if you are not among those that are in the audience, <laughs> where are you? <laughs> What's your problem? (laughs) It's FOMO, fear of missing out. You should have FOMO right now. They are missing out. (laughs) I don't even know what to do with that. that No, no, I've heard it. I'm just not sure where to go with it in the show. But uh, this is one of the things that we love is having the opportunity to actually meet listeners. And we have a lot of listeners here that are spending four days with us. And so this is actually day, what, one? Two, technically. Two, two, okay. Yeah, one and a half, that's fair. And so I have to say, Shannon, just as we kind of have getting, getting started with this whole thing and kind of getting in a groove and a flow, um, way to rock everybody's socks off this morning. Aw, thank you. And, and like, you know, cause some people to really kind of go, hold on. <laughs> let me wrap my brain around that. Hold on. <laughs> let, let, me, let me work through this. And, well, and someone came up and said, well, it was Corey that did it last year, but this year it's you. You made me cry. <laughs> Crying striking nerves, right? Striking true. nerves can be that a good thing sometimes. So, if, if you want to let us know what's going on in your world because you're not at the getaway, and that's okay, if people didn't make it, to we the forgive getaway. you yeah, this that's, time. That's okay. You're, you're not among the cool crowd that's here right now, right? You, you have so, next year to redeem yeah, yourself. You do have though. next year. You can do it again later. So, uh, but you can always let us know what you think, questions mm-hmm. you've got, comments, concerns, any kind of topic that we need to cover. Here it you comes. You send that to. Here it comes. Feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. Yeah, apparently I've said that a couple of times on the show. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> a few. <laughs> uh, yeah, here at, here at the getaway. Uh, but people are beginning to get it because our inbox is like really weighed down. They really are. But with really good responses. So we're not complaining. Not at all. We're not, not complaining. At all. And I also have to uh, give a shout out to our listeners because as the time this is airing, because, you know, we're, we're kind of jostling the, the schedule with shows because this is going to be a couple of weeks from the time we're recording this right. at the getaway before this episode actually airs. So it will actually be in July mm-hmm. that this is going live and June will have been our largest download month ever. We already know that. Yes. Even it's though already passed it's the 125,000 we had at one point. Right. And now we're up to about 140,000 that we probably will have somewhere in that range in June. And this is only June 23rd. Yep. There's still time for more spikes. And so like I have to say lately. thank you to the people that are here. Thank yes. you. And to yes. the people that listen. Yes. Thank you for making this what it is. The applause sign didn't go up for that one, but that's okay. <laughs> well, Al's falling down on the job. Um, <laughs> But here, here you go, Shannon. I do this to you a couple times. Yeah, it was kind of odd coming back from the bathroom a minute ago because everyone is all giddy because they know something that I don't. Since you've told them the topic but mm-hmm. not me, they're just like, ha, 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 ha. 
I feel like there's a bear going to jump wait, out of the wait. woods any minute at me. Like, how, what are you going to spring how, on how me? How are they now? <laughs> wow. I know something that you don't. Wow. Okay, then. So the, the question I've got or the topic I want to propose as a show. Okay. And this could fall flat on its face. I have no clue where this is going to go. I will try not to let that happen. No, it, it's not just you. We're, we're <laughs> okay, We will try thing. not Correct. to let that happen. Um, but there is the common perception out there that men are what when it comes to their sex life microwaves and women are what crock pots right so we got the whole the men, john gray thing men are ready to go at the drop of a hat uh-huh. and women you know you got to work on them for days and days and set the a stage of, a bit of an exaggeration <laughs> there but um no, but it is, they're slower to warm up. Right, and all the cosmic tumblers have to click into place, and the temperature has to be just right, and yeah. True. Yeah. True. It, it, the temperature is, there's a one-degree variance, <laughs> it seems like, sometimes. Of, hey, it's too cold. No, it's too hot. No, it's too... Wait, did I... I'm sorry. I kind of went off track there for a second. Um, <laughs> but I want to propose the opposite, that men are like crockpots. Okay, this is not a bear coming out of the woods at me. No, we, I, I mentioned to him that we've, we've had, I've yep. told you this idea, but we haven't fleshed it out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I completely agree. I mean, we get emails frequently about it. And, uh, and there's been a lot of clients through the years that it's actually the reverse, where she maybe is the higher testosterone or more assertive in her pursuit of him. Okay. And he needs the emotional connection and the eye to eye and the voice to voice or the snuggling for a while before he gets warmed up. Okay. And I'll agree with that. That's not where I'm going with it. Oh, okay. So the show is not that easy. No, it's not. (laughs) I'm going with, even when he is the off the charts, high desire. Okay. There's still a component of him that wants the crock pot. It wants the slow warm up. that wants the, okay. Woo me. Invite me, entice me, Pursue get me. me going on a deeper level. Because I would say a lot of men, and tell me if I'm wrong, all of you guys that are fellows out there with me, a lot of men, while physically we might be microwaves, it'd be like, okay, you flashed a breast, I'm ready to Doing. go. Right? It's like, I, I'm interested. You like have my attention, man. Uh-huh. I'm not even acknowledging the sound effect. Um, <laughs> is that what a rise in-, in the Levi's sounds like? Doing. Well, <laughs> I don't think so. It doesn't make a noise, does because it? Because if okay. that was the case, you would hear it all day long in middle <laughs> school and high school. Doing. When the wind blows, and it's like, no, I can't go to the chalkboard now, ma'am. Sorry. Because I'm not talking about, I mean... Typically speaking, men, yeah, it, we're visual in nature, and so that has a direct correlation to body parts. And so I see something, or I'm interested, and it's like, I'm ready to go. I'm talking about the deeper part of it, though, because, fellas, tell me if I'm wrong. There's a difference between depths of orgasms, even among men. Um, we can have some that are really, really, really spectacular. Right? We still can't compare to what women have. But we can have... Yeah, sorry, you're not the pinnacle of God's creation like women are. (laughs) Well, okay then. I agree with that statement, though. Um, But there is a level of, wow, I felt that so much deeper than just a physical orgasm. Right. Right? Am I wrong, fellas? Okay, so, so I'm talking about what is it that helps us get from just the physical thing to the deeper. And some of it, I think, is the mindset we have coming in. And that would be, oh, well, you should just be ready to go. You should be working on me 
to get me in the mood. And I'm not discounting the importance of that at all. Mm-hmm. I just want to propose to the women, to the wives, how could you, what, or what would happen if you thought of your husband as a little bit more of a crockpot, or as someone even mentioned, an instapot, that it could go <laughs> one way quick, or we could go slow. It can do both. Okay. What do you think? I think that there's definite merit in the slow approach on occasion, mainly because I believe that the key ingredient that determines the depth uh, and the, you know, the breadth of the possible pleasure that can be experienced is not in the physical element of how erect he is or how wet she is or anything of that nature. I think that it is all stemmed from the bond that they share and that when okay. a man and a woman have taken that route to bond emotionally and spiritually, then it, it, it creates a whole new dynamic that it's not just the in and out burger type of a sex. It's just, you know, it's, okay. It's, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm, I, I mean, we got people from California. here. Exactly. Got that. Hey, there's an in and out burger in right in here Texas. in Dallas yeah, there's now. In in yeah. There's in and out everywhere in the world. Isn't there? Amen. Any, any okay, male and on. female on the planet are capable of in and out sex. That is, that is not a difficult thing to manufacture, but the bond where there is deep levels of trust and companionship and compassion and connection, that's where I think the difference is had. Okay. Would you agree with that? I do. I'm going to add more to it though. Okay. Because I, I like well, You've the had idea. longer to think about this than I have. Like my whole <laughs> life, maybe. It's been one big, long crock pot. Um, <laughs> Wait. Would you call yourself That's a crockpot man? Um, I would say that is an area that I that I want to focus on. Yes. Okay. Good. I mean, Good absolutely, for you. because Good I think it's, there's Just something like, about the depth of connection you're talking about, the bond, the sacredness, the blessedness that's there. But I also think there's something else that's that's missing. And that is. You want to take a guess? I have no idea. That's, that's, see, this is what I have fun, putting you on the spot. And now I get to <laughs> see like, you on the spot. Because you never see me speechless, right? Well, that's, that is true. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, it's the unicorn. <laughs> you never see it. Yeah. Okay, so what I think is, that is missing a lot of times, and this is what we're going to be talking about for those of you that are here. We'll be talking some about this this afternoon. So I'm going to give you a, a sneak peek. And those okay. of you that are listening, you get, the, you get inside information. Well done. Um, one of the things I think that's very, very important to uh, slowing it down and, de- and increasing the level of depth, not necessarily just in the bond, but in a, in a husband, mm-hmm. is when a wife, it's not about touching them, him appropriately. Mm-hmm. It's about showing him you're involved. Okay. It's about being engaged. It's about connecting. It's about totally showing up. Okay. And it's not just, hey, let me please you. Uh-huh. It's about my presence is here with you. So what does that look like? Because a woman like can think that, that a bit? but it might not translate. No. A woman can honestly have that mindset that I want to be here for him, but how does she communicate that to him, either verbally or non-verbally? How does, how does he pick okay. up on that's what she's trying to do for him? Okay, so a lot of it is probably going to, we got to back up just a little bit because we have to, we have to set the framework for anybody that might be new to Sexy Marriage Radio. Okay. Which if you are, welcome. I'm glad you finally found us. So, is this the part where you tell them we're not married to each other? That is true. <laughs> we're not married to each other. So if you are new... Um, we're not, so I'm going to keep going. Uh, but it is, one, it is one of those that it's, 
you have to see it in the dynamic, in the framework of there's different levels of desire, there's different levels of interest, and so a lot of times the low desire controls sex on when it happens and sometimes even the depth of how it happens. So it's not just, I'm here to serve you. It's also, I'm here because I want something out of this too. Mm-hmm. It's a, an awakened. Um, some of the first things that come to my mind is it's during the foreplay. It's a conversation. It's a speaking up. It's okay. a, no, 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 not yet. Or it, it, so it's a little bit of a dynamic. Or it could be as, as straightforward as grabbing a hand and moving it where you want it to be. Okay. Because I think most men, if you're anything like me, I, you know, I'm trying to crack a code sometimes, <laughs> you know, because it's, because it's, it's a fluid event. It's mm-hmm. a, what worked last time doesn't necessarily get the same results this time. Mm-hmm. And so as men, we are do what works last time kind of creatures. And so if it worked, well, then I, I might as well do that again, because obviously it worked. So the 600th time is bound to work again. And, and then she's going, dude, it's is that all you got? Is it's, that all you got? I mean, <laughs> this is on. your repertoire rut. But a lot of it is, and this is what you're a big proponent of, mm-hmm. is how do I speak up and seek as a woman what I really want and, and seek my own orgasm and my own pleasure and my own titillation of things? Right. So in other words, the woman, when you say she's fully engaged, it's not just fully engaged about providing him pleasure. Exactly. It's fully engaged about knowing what she wants in order to experience pleasure with him in his presence where he's not trying to figure out the secret code. Right. Okay. Yeah, because it is a follow the connection. It is a, there's not a script to this. Right. Well, and somebody said earlier that that kind of positive passion, like we talked about this morning, is contagious. And I think that when she starts taking the lead on pursuing her own pleasure, that really gives him the freedom to gallop right along behind her or beside her and, and not feel like he's being an ape for wanting the sexual pleasure. Do men ever feel that way? Like a, yes. <laughs> the look on your face, yeah, I, I we, struck a nerve. No, it's the ape concept, I guess it's kind of, I don't really like to go back far back Darwinian-wise, you know, but no, I, I think there is a, a, little, a level of kind of, raw, you know, it's like, I don't, I don't I'm, I'm much more than this. Yeah. You know, because I, I think there can be a component and it. I think this feeds into it. It's probably not overt, but it's very, very covert that men are like microwaves feeds into the, all men want is sex. Yeah. They don't want the emotional connection. Right. And I think that that's true. It, it's false. It's true that we want the emotional connection. I would agree with that. But that finding a woman who's interested in pursuing her own pleasure, isn't that the root issue of of men's pornography addiction? Aren't they? Because you don't see porn magazines full of frigid women. <laughs> you, you, you know, they're they're looking for sexually confident women who who are giving him that come and get me kind of look. Do you think that that's a part of that? I think mental... I think that helps skew it absolutely, right? Because it's portraying a myth of what a woman is, right? Someone that's totally aggressive. When it comes to sex. And yeah, and there's a difference between aggressive and assertive. Absolutely, there's a huge difference. And, and you're difference. saying that assertiveness is really appreciated by men in the bedroom. Right. Is that, is I, well, that a true I, statement? It's, I think that's true, but I think, there's, I, I think it's more than that still. And, and that's where this is one of those things that's kind of like, um, it's kind of like light. You can't really describe it, but you know when it's present. 
Okay. You know what I mean? You can't okay. really say, okay, well, this is light. But you, you know when it's present, and it's like, that's, I think that's what feeds into when you have a sexual encounter with your spouse, and you both are laying there in the afterglow going, what, what was what that? What just happened? Yeah, what, mm-hmm. what, what did you just do? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, or something right. where it was just like one of those like... How can we repeat that yeah. again next so time? So then we're trying to find that magic, you know, combination of whatever mm-hmm. to make it happen again. Mm-hmm. And I think, though, because it is something that's a little uh, fluid and hard to pinpoint, but to me, the main crux of it is, are we both showing up? Are we both showing up and aware of my spouse. And are you saying that to slow things down seems to provide more of the opportunity for you both to show up? Absolutely. I mean, that's the number one counsel I give couples probably is perhaps you need to slow down. Okay. Perhaps you need to, you know, don't rush this. Right. I completely agree. Foreplay is really overlooked by a lot of mm-hmm. men and women alike. For a lot of for, for a lot of couples that I've come across, foreplay is okay, strip. Yeah. <laughs> or you want to do it? Yeah, that's, that's the extent. Ooh, I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I agree. You, you talk so much about men being in a solid place as they approach their wives. Mm-hmm. If men really appreciate assertiveness, but women need to be aware that he may not be warmed up yet. He may need to be coaxed Although, a little bit the same way she does. To he is warmed up, and that's the difference. Physically speaking, he's ready to go. Okay. You know what I mean? That he could be So you're not talking about a woman just initiating. No, no. Okay. This is this is the act of it. Okay. This is the showing up because I have some advice for the men too. Okay. Well, before you get into your advice for men. Okay. What advice do you have for the women who are saying no, you ha- that's But your I do initiate. No, 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 that's your no, no, department. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> okay. I I want a man's perspective. Okay. Uh when when she is trying to initiate and he is not warmed up what kind of advice do you have for her to find that magic combination? I mean, since men are so versed in finding that magic combination. No, we're not. What though, do you, what, okay. <laughs> what kind of advice do you <laughs> have for women search. who are trying to figure out how to warm their husbands up? That she assumed that just, you know, shaking her groove thing or reaching out and touching someone, him in particular, would be enough, but it's not. He needs more. Okay. What so, practical advice do you have for her? Gracious, I didn't want to go this way <laughs> yet. You put me um, on the spot. Okay. You can dish it out, but you can't take no, it. No, 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 no. <laughs> Hold on. I, want to, I, I, I will meet this challenge. Um, I think that a lot of it comes down to the, it's, it's some of it that we have to fight our human nature, where we've got to really confront our attachment to an outcome. Because mm-hmm. a woman, I mean, we've talked about this on shows in the past, that for a woman to muster the courage, for some women for sure, but for, to a degree, feminine, to muster the courage to initiate, there's a huge risk if that's not received. Mm-hmm. And it's for men, there's a there's an innate ability it, to a degree to just it's water off a duck's back. I know right. I get another shot. I know, right. but to a woman, it's a little bit of a ouch. Right. It's a stereotype that, that men really, are going to be really, rejected. Really hurts. And so now all of a sudden, it's a indictment of me it's a rejection of me and it's harder to muster okay you know what I have a a position in the batting order I'll get another chance Mm. you know and and so some of it is just that recognizing you know what I'm feeling a little randy right now so 
I'm going to see if he's interested, and I'll, if i got to warm him up, I'm willing to work a little bit. I'm willing to do some things, and it's not necessarily, and I, again, I don't think it's the, well, I just need to dance for him, or I need to wear something. It's a, I need to show I'm interested in him. Mm. And don't you think that eye-to-eye contact is really Absolutely. the number one way to do that? Absolutely. Yeah. I just think that it speaks volume when someone allows you to see the whites of their eyes. Mm-hmm. We don't realize how infrequently it actually happens in society. True. We assume that we're looking at people all day long, but to really look deeply into a person's eyes, it rarely ever happens. Right. You have to be really intentional. You right. can live with someone from day to day <laughs> and rarely look at them in the eye. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's where it starts. You know, they did those 12 steps of, of intimacy, 12 physical steps. Mm-hmm. And the number one step was um, eye to body of where you just notice that someone is attractive. Uh, but the very next step is eye to eye where you engage before you ever say anything, before you ever feel anything, mm-hmm. that that eye to eye contact is really necessary. Yeah. So uh, another thing that comes to my mind is being able, this would be kind of the, the role of a wife, I think, being able to adjust and follow a connection and not necessarily have a script of how it's supposed to unfold too. Okay. Because that's one organically. So my advice to men is in the same category. Okay. Is we, we can get lost in, okay, this is step one. This is step two. This is step three. You know, we, we, it's so funny to me. The fast, I'm fascinated by this whole phenomenon of the prototypical men are not going to get instructions to put something together, but we are always using instructions to try to have sex. (laughs) You yeah, know, I hadn't thought about it that way. That it's, so it's one of those there, I kind of have this whole repertoire of I want to, I got to do this and then I got to do this and I got to do this and I got to do this. And I don't even imagine, I don't even re- realize my own enjoyment, mm-hmm. my own presence, my own showing up mm-hmm. and allowing things to shift and adjust and change. Because I'm going to posit among all the uh, 26 couples that we have here with us this weekend, a majority of them have a repertoire of two or three, four things that you regularly do when it comes to your sex life. It's kind of just, it's a manual, it's a script. It's a, yeah, that works, let's just do that. And then every so often, no, 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 let's change it up because I want to get my right arm up a little higher this time. You know, and that's, <laughs> now I just, I just rocked your world, didn't I? You know, but, but, but it's just that idea of we... And some of it is human nature mm-hmm. because it's what makes us comfortable. Right. That we get into our comfort and zone. And we but know what, it produces a result. Mm-hmm. But what did our yoga instructor say this morning about comfort zones? You Go. Do you remember? I do. But do go. y'all remember those of you who came to the yoga class this morning? Come on. I'm not the only. What did Judy? What did she say? That we're here to look into our yep. comfort zone. That gr- yeah. That growth doesn't happen in our comfort zone. Growth doesn't happen in comfort. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's trying to see it as how do we show up and be engaged on both sides of the equation? That it's, that it's I, use what, I use the knowledge I have of my partner. Right. I, mean, I mean, I've been with Pam for 24 years now. I mean, I kind of know her, right? I, there's not I would a think. Whole, I mean, physically speaking, there's not a whole lot to figure out. You know, 24 years, if you can't figure out your way around in 24 years, Feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. <laughs> Emotionally speaking, we're, that's a whole different ballgame. Right. We're evolving people. We're changing. changing. There's different circumstances. There's different meanings attached to things. Tax season sex is different than vacation sex. It's different than Christmas sex. It's mm-hmm. different. I mean, all that stuff. Right. But it's learning how do I show up and I give room for my wife or my husband to show up. Mm-hmm. And then we see how the magic happens. Then we see how both of us are, in a sense, 
fighting for what we want. Okay. Because one of my beliefs is a marker of growing up is wanting for my partner what they want for themselves. Mm. Yeah, that's a really mature way to look at it. It is. And so it's one of those trying to see it as, okay, she's engaged and she's here. And so I don't have to rush this. Mm -hmm. Because I think a lot of times as men, we can get in the, oh, this may not come around again. I better just get what I can and and then we'll move on. And that's killing ourselves. Do you think that uh, the partners pick up on the selfishness of that approach? If I better get what I can rather than I want to take yeah, my partner I'm, where my partner wants to go. Sure. That's one-sided, though, because I think there's also a, a vast population that's saying, go ahead and get it over with, and then let's right. move on. Right. You know, I got other things. Other I, important I, there's, things. There's, there's, there's laundry that needs to be folded. Right. And I can't fold laundry in this position, so get it done <laughs> so we can get it done. And you know, you're making more laundry for me to have to do right now. <laughs> How dare you do that in married life? But it's one of those just trying to see it as, okay, how do I? show up and I give room to my partner because the sophistication of married life, and this is, those of you that are here, this is where we're going to be going the next several days. The sophistication of married life is we read each other really, really well. Mm -hmm. And sometimes what I read isn't accurate. Mm, Because you're looking through your lens. Sure. And as Richard Rohr says, we don't see things as they are. We see things as we are. Exactly. Exactly. But one of the things I think of is, so you could be in a situation where um, maybe when he's going along in sex and he's having trouble finishing. And so all of a sudden he disconnects from her and he gets into his own vast array of fantasy life or whatever, visual stimulation. Pulls something from the archives. Yeah, to help him finish the deal. Mm -hmm. Likelihood is wife is there in real close proximity and sensed it. Mm. Right? Where did you go? Right. But does she have the courage to say something? Mm. I don't know. Because she could be wrestling with, get it over with. Whatever you got to do, I was going to say, it's according to how bad done. she wants right. to really but what's press so in fascinating or is get out of the situation. get those kind of situations that happen. But then, because this happened in my marriage not too long ago, that kind of stuff was going, we were going along, and I've shifted gears because I was planning the next move that was coming a little further down the road. Yeah. Okay? Because I'm a weird planner like that. You sometimes. live in the future? Sometimes. And Pam read that as, where are you? You know, what, what, you're not into this. What, she's something. And I said, no, move over here. And I, so I just kind of kept going. And afterwards, we were talking about it. And she said, I read that as that. I guess I was wrong. Yeah, I was planning. I disconnected. I was for a not second. only into it in the now, I was into it well, no, for the I, next but moment. She was accurate in, she picked up on my disconnection. You weren't in the in moment. In the moment. You weren't in that moment, you were in exactly. the next moment. And that's the sophistication and elegance of sex in marriage. Yeah. This doesn't happen in, in uh, one night stand kind of affair sex and that kind of stuff because you don't have the mileage with each other. Right. You don't know. There's no familiarity Right. There. You don't know when you're not known. Mm-hmm. And so it's seeing it as, okay, if I've got that stacked against me, now how do I d- dispel the myth of men are not just microwaves? Yeah. We're also crockpots. Yeah. Because it's on both of us. This isn't just a, hey, women, get up and start doing, you know. No, this isn't at all bashing the wives. This isn't at all saying you're dropping the ball. This is also us as men saying, how am I following a script that's, that's confirming that myth when maybe what I really do want is, can we slow this down? The deeper, richer, yeah, can bonding we, can, look at type me. of sex. I mean, Schnarch talks about the eye-to-eye contact mm-hmm. during sex. Mm-hmm. And he talks about eye-to-eye orgasm, mm. which is another level. 
of connecting with each other in the midst of that culmination event. Yeah. And that's something that's incredibly powerful. Sure. That I think each of us have to be present to make happen. We have to be intentional about creating that kind of bonding sex. Mm -hmm. It all goes down to sex is communication. Sex sure. is communication. And what do you want to communicate to your spouse? That they're just an outlet for your sexual tension or that you truly want to bond and connect with them and take them to those deep levels of passion and pleasure that they want to experience and that you want to experience yourself with them. Sure. But the interesting thing with that whole idea is we think we want that every single time. And could we possibly get it every single time? No. I don't, maybe well, we could. I, 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 I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things where if you if you have a certain meal all the time, is it a special meal anymore? You know, pizza, I just think there's so many still, <laughs> pizza still pretty good. Hot Every or cold. meal, uh, breakfast, lunch and dinner. Yeah. You get the idea, though. I no. mean, I just think that there's so many different types of sex that couples can enjoy mm -hmm. and that this is just one type of sex that you, you want to weave into your repertoire that some people miss out on because they've never really taken the time to slow it down sure. and to communicate. And I would add this last little bit as we kind of start wrapping this show up. Um, this is also showing up not just in sex. Outside the bedroom? Absolutely. Yeah. Showing up in the other aspects of your life together. Right. Of, of Daily being checking in. involved. Of, of just being present. Even if it's one of those things where you're just dealing with kids and it's just the idea of I'm engaged in our family. Mm -hmm. That can be a turn on. Mm -hmm. That can be a, you know what? I see you. And I like you. Yeah. And... I can't wait till later, or, you know, because that's the whole idea of Esther Perel's idea of orga uh, foreplay starts after orgasm. Mm -hmm. You're getting ready you're for the next time. setting up the next one. Yep. And so how do I weave this? Because I think as men, I'll speak for me, and I, I'm assuming I'm speaking for several men out in, in the audience. We want to also take it slow and see that I am chosen, to see that my wife is into me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that, that she's a cheerleader for me, that she's supporting of me, but she's also seeing me and saying, I choose you. And I think that if women see their husbands slowing it down, that they will feel less pressure to hurry up and get to their orgasm because it takes women so much longer than it takes men. I think that women will follow Maybe. suit. That if he can make it more of a leisurely activity, then she can relax and Maybe. enjoy herself on the ride. Or you can also go back to the episode of He Comes First. <laughs> That got a lot of feedback <laughs> at sexymarriageradio.com. <laughs> okay, so, I mean, am I wrong, fellas? Okay, because it is one of those things that how do we start to see that there's something deeper going on? Well, I think that this is actually what a lot of women long for. Am I right, ladies? Yes. Perfect. So we're all on the same page. Just ah, well, takes talking about it. it. It really does. And that's one of the things I love most about Sexy Marriage Radio is we start the conversations uh -huh. and then we see where they may go. And then they get to finish them. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, you got anything else you want to add? No. It's been so great having a live audience. So I this adds so much, yes. so much the, energy to it. I love the four it. episodes we get to uh, do at the, at the getaway. Yeah. Yeah. so much fun so we love you not just for listening but for watching today and we love you guys for listening if you didn't get to join us yep so uh, wherever you are whatever you're doing thank you, thank you for taking some time out of your day to spend it with us and we'll see you next time bye bye